Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> Mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and go to places that make me feel good and things that Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. live from the tundra here in upstate New York. So all the time, y'all know, if y'all follow me on uh, Instagram, at miss.d.scott, I'm constantly traveling. But one of the places I try to get to every year is L.A., very specifically L.A. Just I've been going there for the last 20 years, and that's why. So I'm going to run y'all back through the week since it's Tell the Truth Tuesday, and y'all know that this show is particularly about mental health and purging and talking about things that bother us on this, uh, what is it, February 27, 2020. So I told y'all for the last 30 days I've been getting triggered. That's what I thought it was. And so all my days off, I don't really have days off because y'all know I have like 50 jobs. So all my days where I'm not required to be anywhere at certain times, you know, I'll have a little drinky drink and everything is straight, and I'm pretty controlled in that sense because I'm just chilling at the crib. Well, lately it's been turning into like some like not binge type drinking on those days, but binge type drinking on those days. So that lets me know that there is something going on. So I don't blame shit like that on Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde is just a rerun of your life, you know, just putting it into perspective. And we are right smack almost at the tail end of retrograde, which ends, I believe, like on the 9th, and then you have your shadow period. So buckle up, bitches, because there's some other shit coming. So... I passed the retrograde. I knew I had passed the retrograde with, like, all the exes, you know, the little handful of you raggedy motherfuckers. And so I'm not concerned with an ex calling me and triggering some type of intense emotions and things as such. I really thought that, right? So 
Um, I know I'm going to Cali because my niece is out there, and she's the same niece that y'all saw. We were in the casino in Pittsburgh, whatever, and um, we were hanging out, dancing in the bathroom, the whole situation, because that's, that's how I am. So I literally, something was, like, very apprehensive about this trip, and I was supposed to leave Friday. Well, y'all know that I have duties with the state of New York that – I go to court with people sometime, although I'm not an attorney by any means. I show up um, as a human rights uh, advocate to make sure that people are being told the proper things that they can do, all their rights, the legal uh, ramifications that could come from not accepting certain things and, you know, for not telling the truth. So basically I'm just there to make sure that you don't get beat up in court and that you understand everything that was told to you in court so that you can abide by the law and and that person can abide by the law as well. So I show up for evictions, I show up for child support, I show up for custody battles, things as such. So I'm supposed to be leaving Friday morning uh, to go to Los Angeles to see my niece. She was off, and it was like 80 degrees out there, and I was like, oh, I told this, out of the blue, this girl I don't even speak to, I don't even talk to this girl, I really don't know her that well. I was referred to her. So she doesn't have to go through the process, like the the email process, to get to me. She can just, you know, send a messenger. So I said, I don't really feel like doing it. So I said, but you know what? My conscience won't allow me to allow a single mom to, you know, go into court and just get mollywhopped. It just will not allow, my, my soul will not allow me to do that. So even though I don't really fuck with this broad, I, um, I, I tell her I'll go to court with her. Nine in the morning. And y'all know I don't go to sleep till like five or six in the morning. My time. So I think to myself, if I could just get to the airport by 1, you know, 1231, I could catch that flight. I'll be in L.A. by 4 p.m. their time. Y'all know that that literally did not fucking happen. And in addition to that, um, Pop Smoke was murdered the day before. It's an up-and-coming rapper based out of Brooklyn, and he was murdered in the hills. Minute when I see shit like that, I already know. Like you could feel the vibe that was going on. So wait a minute, it was four people in the house, and then you know another four people came and just shot him. I'm like, yeah, this is a setup. Or y'all gonna burn in hell? So we also see the fact that he had made a mistake and posted his address on his Amiri and all this other shit. It just makes me sick, right? So I get up after I've worked and I go to court with her. Obviously missing the fight. I'm just sitting here you know, in limbo, eating breakfast. And I said, you know what? I got a Friday off in my hometown. What can I get into? So I went to the gym. I didn't even rest well that day pretty much. And me and one of my, you know, little nieces go out. Oh, my God. I don't know what the hell happened because basically we ended up at this one spot for a happy hour. And I was like, yeah, if I could just get home and get to bed by 10, I'll get up and take a 5 a.m. flight, and then I'll be, you know, I was just doing all these things to try to get to L.A., right? So I had to redo the ticket, all this shit. So I get this little periwinkle dress, you know, and it's fitted, and I got my tights, and I washed my hair, and I combed it, and so we out for the night. Of course, we didn't pay for anything. You know, I know people, and it was it was nice to be outside, because I don't go out. It was wonderful to see other humans, you know. <laughs> um, just just everyone's attractive, everyone has a job, every, you know, just it was a nice happy hour. So I leave there, and we get invited, my little niece, she has some people, and we get invited to this, like, poker game. So I'm like, all right, we could stop by there, because we said we would go, don't want to be rude. At this point, it's probably like 11 at night. So we drive all the way back. 
because I had to go get my child because he was at a roller rink, and then I was spending more time with him, and then so it was fine. So we go back, you know, didn't drink really like that, just, you know, spaced it out. We was good, and um, I'm fine. Eat a little something, and uh, ate a little something. So we go back, okay, to Buffalo, and we end up at a trap house um, smoking hookah. Uh, I don't really smoke hookah. I I don't know why we were in a trap house. It just kind of happened like that. I felt, uh, I don't know, I felt very unsafe. I felt like at any moment I would have to jump off a back deck. But, hey, good times, you know, anything for the youth, right, because you don't want to be by yourself. So we leave there. I get home, and I realize, you know, I'm dropped off. I was like, oh, I feel like maybe I'm a little bit just on the edge. Probably not going to make the 5 a.m. flight, okay? I'm lit. When I say lit, I'm talking about like a torch, okay? I'm arguing, I'm beefing with my dude. Like, things have gone bad, okay? So the next morning, I literally booked my flight to L.A., rebooked it at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I have to call my niece to tell her, like, yo, I'm not going to get there until 8 o'clock at night, but we're going to hit the ground running. I can't make this shit up. I, and and I, I feel like I, Spirit knew this was going to happen because I had actually packed my bag the night before, before I even went out and started drinking anything. And it was a backpack. That's my new shit. Like, if I can't, I don't even want to fucking carry on because, you know, they'd be like, you know, you think you can check your bag? No. Fuck you. I'm not checking my bag. Y'all motherfuckers be done lost my toothpaste and shit. Now I'm upset. You know, I, I can't do anything. So I just always packed a backpack because they don't look at you funny, Right. My purses are bigger than this bag, but I'm like, okay, I always pack the backpack, and I've, I've been getting good at it, okay? So I end up, I'm beefing with my dude. He's like, yo, meet me over by the airport at the McDonald's, right? So, you know, I want to see you before you leave, whatever, because we've been beefing. So the man is in there with his Paddington Bear yellow coat on, and I said something like joking around, like, yeah, you know, because he was being mean. He was being a little, like, shitty and shit. Like, bro, like, I'm about to literally get on a plane. Like, forget all the motherfuckers in Cali. Like, dude, I'm about to get on a plane. Anything could fucking happen. Now is not the fucking time to be, like, trying to argue with me. Just, like, love on me. Give me a hug if you feel away. So I'm just like, look, if you don't want to, you know, be together or whatever, we don't have to be together. You could, We could take the whole physical aspect of the relationship out of it, and you could just, we could just do business or whatever, whatever. Right, and he's like mad. I'm like the fuck. I was literally I was kidding because I had said some like foul shit. I, I I will admit you shouldn't say shit like that to man. What I said, but literally like if you know me personally, you know I was just kidding. And I'm like, why would I say that to your face knowing I could be knocked the fuck out? Like why would I do that? So at this point, I like now my feelings are hurt. My energy is low because this motherfucker and and he did it on purpose. Is is the problem? It's because he does this every time I go out of town. Now when I met the motherfucker, I told him I said, listen. Come, you know, spring, towards the end of the the winter, I travel all the way through my birthday. I normally work entire summers like nothing happened, and I travel during the winter because it's cheaper, it's easier, and I need the sun so I don't fucking die, okay, out here in the universe with depression and shit. So die meaning, like, just stay in the house, I become a recluse, like, shit like that. So I'm on the plane. I was like, my feelings are hurt. My friend's like, stop lying. You know you don't give a fuck. I'm like, I do give a fuck. Cause who, you know, even if you're like the biggest boss there is out there, even if you just the coldest pimp, to have somebody tell you that they don't want you, like in a certain way, 
that's hurtful. Like, you shouldn't do that unless you really fucking mean it. And you and the motherfucker did it on purpose. He did. So he kept texting, and I'm like, yo, stop. Like, you said you just wanted to do business. Let's just do that. And really, you don't even have to do that, motherfucker. I was existing just fine, right? So now you already fucking up my energy. And I'm like, this is my game. I don't got fucking time for this. I ain't no damn Summer Walker song. So I, I'm on the plane looking like Denzel Washington from Flight. Yeah, I remember when he got drunk the night before and was in the hotel room, drank the whole mini bar, and they had to give him cocaine and shit the next day to get up. That's exactly how the fuck I was looking in the airport, with a purple snuffleupagus furry coat on, some LTD Creations jeans out of D.C. But, like, I was a goddamn mess. I looked crazy. So I was like, bitch, you got to get yourself together. Because the minute I land in L.A., my whole spirit and vibe changes. Right, because you just you don't know who you're gonna see, you don't know what opportunity you're gonna get. It's just always literally like just some some shit in L.A. with me all the time. Like I'll literally be walking down the street and it's like some shit. Like oh damn, that was Denzel asking me for a pen and shit. Like what? Like and not that I'm starstruck because I don't give a fuck. It's just the whole point. Like these human beings that we put so much faith in, a lot of them live in, in, in L.A. A lot of them live in New York, too. So growing up, you're not really starstruck, but you're still in awe when you see somebody that has a craft, especially me and people in the arts, you know, or people that are, are into financial wellness. So I land. Okay, so first we land in Atlanta. Now they're talking about it's all this goddamn coronavirus down there, which is everywhere. That's why I was on there with a mask. And then I'm sick, you know, and then he keeps trying to text. I'm like, I'm going to just have to act like this motherfucker didn't say that while I'm out of town because that was really a mistake because you shouldn't have said that. Um, but now I'm starting to notice a pattern. I've only been with him like a couple months, so it's not like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, he must have anxiety issues when I go out of town. Well, if you knew what type of bitch you as, you wouldn't fucking worry and you wouldn't def- you definitely would not piss me the fuck off before it's time for me to leave because that shit don't work. The minute I land and get a drink in my hand and I'm around my family, like, who are you? You know, yeah, I got to come back home, but y'all know I am like Casper the Ghost. I will literally just stop talking to a motherfucker just because, like, you hurt my feelings. I'm still a female, damn. So, and a lot of people forget that because I function out here in the in the earth as, as godly as I can. And I don't mean godly in the sense of, of holy. I mean godly, like, I reign everything. Everything I do, I put my hands on it. I try to keep it blessed. I try to keep it afloat. I don't need no motherfucker telling me while I'm about to get you. You know how fucking crazy you sound. So I get to L.A., <laughs> and the Uber driver comes up to me with my mask on. He's like, you're the prettiest woman I've seen with a mask on. And, of course, he's a fucking photographer. Not sir, I know that my skin is the color of raw chicken. Please don't do this. Like, I know I'm not cute. You don't got to do this, right? So once I put my concealer on and my banana powder and shit from Anastasia Beverly Hills, we good. You could talk to me then. Don't talk to me now. I might have to correct. Like, don't do this. So he's, like, having a conversation, and he's just he's very well-dressed for an Uber driver. My niece pulls up. She's bumping Drake. It's lit. I take my coat off. Of course, I, I do my little, what's the little video on the Instagram? I do a little, it's not even a live. I don't know what the fuck it's called. So. I do that because I had it in my mind. I had to, you know, post that with the recipe with my coronavirus mask. And now it's a good time. It's 8 o'clock at night, L.A., we get ready to be to be serious. We get to the crib. I shower off all that negativity from these niggas. And, um, you know, let, let the motherfucker know, look, I landed. You know, you're going to learn today. So we get the, you know, the, the notification we need to go to this jazz club called the Black Rabbit Hole, I think it is. It's in Hollywood somewhere. 
you would walk past it if you didn't know. And it was like one of those, I don't know what it is. I always go out of town, out the country, and find these from dusk till dawn type bars, like knock three times, the password is in excess, like crazy shit. So we're in there. Everything's red, of course. And there's this, so if you're in the front room in the Black Rabbit Hole bar in uh, Hollywood, the front room, it looks like nothing's going on. You're like, oh, it's okay bar. And then, like, literally if you walk around that little corner, it must be like some type of soundproof room. I don't know, maybe they do torture in there. But so now there's like this band playing, and it's amazing. And his name is, I think, Dave Eden. He's amazing. He looks, the, the, the pianist looks like Iggy Pop. He's butt naked from the, from the waist up, and he's playing this keyboard like he's literally possessed by like Trap House Beethoven. Chopin, Vivaldi, I believe he mentioned Chopin was one of the, like, it was to the point, like, people like that, I love that energy, I need to touch your arm or something, let me touch the hem of your hoodie, because I need, I like that energy, I like when somebody is so into their craft, so, like, even in writing, I have what we call ghost hands, where you're literally, like, the thoughts are coming to you in your writing, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, and your hands just keep going, and you don't even know what the fuck you wrote. It could be like some chicken scratch, but you know what the fuck it says. And then now you're able, because I'm one of those old school writers. I don't just write on a laptop. I have to have paper and pen, a stack of computer paper, line paper, you know, composition notebook, and then we spread everything out like a puzzle and put it together. So I'm in there. This band is amazing, and he's doing, it almost sounds like Mardi Gras music, but um, like, these beautiful songs so i'm just of course i'm mesmerized i'm hypnotized we see the one actor from the movie uh the photograph with keith stansfield i think weird motherfucker but i just look over and you glance and you see him because he looks like a regular black person but his energy is not regular he's weird as fuck even on his, his ig so we're just like oh wow that's nice you know because you don't care nobody cares so like so we're sitting there everything's cool we leave there we eat, We got my tacos earlier. We got some street meats. We're not dying. All is well. We get back to the crib. My niece is summoned by her, you know, her boyfriend, whatever, her little man friend. And so he lives 15 minutes away, so we go up there. But before we went up there, there was a whole situation that happened because I put my pajamas on, which was a half a Michael Jackson T-shirt, and some, they look like hammer pants, but they're really not. They're like a bad vibe jogging pants that makes my booty look like a smushed cookie in a pack. Like, it's not bodacious at all. They're not cute. That's why I brought them to wear to bed. Like, little, like, see-through panels. It's a mess. It's a hot mess. Some old-ass Nikes, which I ended up throwing out at the end, because I bring clothes sometimes when I go out of town to throw them in the garbage so that if I buy stuff, I could just bring it back, and then I have room in my bag. So I'm laying in the bed, and she's like, "Uh uh-uh, fuck that. We got to go because he's not calling me back. And I'm like, so you just going to roll up to his house? She's like, no, he already told us to come up and have a drink. Now, at this point, it's 1230 at night, 1 o'clock. I said, all right. We get up there. We walk up there in the hills, wherever we was at. And um, he's on the porch with, like, two chicks. And I'm like, oh, shit, man, this shit about to be, oh, Lord, I can't go to jail on the West Coast. So apparently everybody knows each other. Everybody's cool. And it's lit. So we end up staying there that night so nobody was drinking and driving. Then the whole next day, my niece is doing her thing, and I'm hearing every single fucking ounce of it from downstairs. 
and I'm just laying there like a zombie because I'm starving, but I'm not hungry. So then finally I said, well, let me go out to Fairfax because I know it's like three miles away, grab my son his stuff because I literally took this trip for no fucking reason. I literally just needed a change of pace, change of space, some vibes because, like, it's just weird. It's like Phil Collins, right? Like I feel something's coming in the air. Like I don't know what it is. I'm being triggered. I'm being, you know, so I said, let me go to Cali real quick and, you know, just for no reason. We ain't going to be pretentious. We ain't bringing no gowns. We ain't bringing no luxury items. We just literally on some other shit right now, just some raggedy shit. But I got to figure out what's going on, right? So, and I got to finish this book. Y'all know I have to finish Black Girls Book of Shadows because it was due out like seven years ago and I can't finish it. So we're out there. I'm laying there all day. Can't drink a spot of water. Can't do shit. Just laying there. And I was like, I'm literally exhausted. Like, I can't move. I'm just laying on this fucking bed and I can't fucking move. So finally we eat for the first time at seven o'clock at night. And guess what? That was okay with me. We had some bomb ass, um it was a ramen burger, wagyu ramen burger from Katsu, which took an hour and a half on delivery. It was fucking ridiculous and I was like, This is why I couldn't live here, whatever, whatever. So I'm literally in my pajamas from the day before. That night there's another little, you know, soiree, people just coming through, you know, just just fellowship, like people just coming through chilling. And um, beautiful view, everything's great. You know, we got liquor, we got tequila, everything's good. So, you know, his other friends are coming through, and then their girlfriends are coming through, and everything's great. And then I see that there's an energy that enters that force field, right? And as soon as I saw this energy, I was like, well, who is that? Like, you know, just weird shit, you know, just that's how I am. I don't I don't really pay attention to, like, I am shallow as fuck. Like, I look at people's faces so like, yeah, motherfucker got nice skin, nice, you know, everything. But, like, I'm paying attention to the vibe. So everyone's talking because, you know, everyone does pretty much the same thing for a living. Some people is bums. Some people, you know, my niece, she's a nurse, you know, a real nurse. And, um, you know, I had to sit there and say, what the fuck my resume was And I'm sitting there sounding like a fucking crazy person Because I'm like okay so I'm a writer I have six books My seventh is on the way I have a podcast that has 323 episodes as of today I've been on air for I think six years uh, I also work over here full time And I've been there for ten years I'm a mother <clears throat> I'm also a human rights spokesperson for the state of New York like, And literally to sit there and listen to my bio, I also own, you know, Zero Fucks and Zero Fucks Nation. Like, I also own 716CBD.com, which, you know, some of my items were sent out there with the, with the shea butters and the bath bombs. Some of my items were sent to my niece's, you know, little friend or whatever. And, um, yo, like, that shit astounded me because I didn't feel not so much proud. I felt like, bitch, this is why you're tired. <laughs> like, And so we had a conversation about why I do all these things. And I said, well, you know, because I I will do a billion things until I get a billion dollars. And it's really not about me. It's about my son. You know, so I finally let on that my son is actually in theater. He acts like for real, for real. He's got an IMAX movie out now over in Canada about Discovery, some shit. And then he did, you know, y'all know the story because I talk about him all the time. And um, we started politicking about that and then about the fact that, you know, I do all these things so that he has a means of revenue should he ever have to be on Broadway or should he ever have to be someplace where he's doing something not 
you know, where he's not getting paid because I tell my son, take everything. Any role they want to give you, I don't care. My son at one point was an Oompa Loompa. He's 15, though. I mean, so he'll be 16 um, in a few weeks. But it's been, you know, very easy for my son to be able to get into these different roles and different characters. He just did a monologues competition with uh, about August Wilson. and So I'm very proud of my kids. So my biggest goal was to make sure that I had companies that I was able to just turn over to him. And if he needs money or whatever, okay, go ahead, go online and drop a shirt. Go online and run a sale on the CBD stuff. Go online and do this because I own everything I do. Even the publishing to the book that my son wrote when he was nine, I own that too. I own everything. So I was proud of myself in that moment when I'm having to talk about that. But then I was kind of like, I'm I'm killing myself, like, for no reason. I'm not focused on me because I'm always going to go where the money is. I'm not a leap of faith type of bitch. I'm, I'm the type of person that, you know, money is one of my love languages. It is because without money, I can't do the things that I would want to do for the people that I love. So, yes, I know that they want to be hugged on, loved on, kissed on, and things like that but I need money because I'm used to a certain type of lifestyle that if I didn't have it, would I be okay? Absolutely. I grew up poor. I grew up fucked up. But I don't think that my child should have to suffer because mommy decided she don't want to fucking work no more and she want to take a leap of faith, and now we ten steps behind. I, don't, I, have a, I have all the faith in the universe. I don't have the faith in the humans is the problem. And that's my fault. So... I'm sitting there, and all these great vibes, everything is good, everybody's dancing, everybody's having a good time, just the in-house black people party. Like, that's what it was. Everybody's happy, right? And it's funny because the same vibes that I feel about, that I felt about certain people in that house, you know, other people felt those vibes, and that was what attracted me to those people because I'm like, see, we on the same type of goddamn time. So met some, some cool people, some great friends that I'm sure that I'll be connected with throughout history. And so the next day we go to dinner, everything's great, you know, and I find myself caring less and less about what the fuck my dude said before I left because I'm like, why are you like this? So the second night I get a phone call, and it was meant to fuck up my day. It was. And, um, it was some crazy shit. Like, I, I can't even say what it is because y'all know I use a lot of discretion on these shows because the people that I deal with in real life maybe don't want their business out there like that, and I'm not I'm not that way. You know, 99% of what I post is only really 1% of what fucking happened. So, you know, I get this phone call, and, and in the phone call I'm telling the person, like, yeah, I'm in L.A., I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and they're just like, well, why why are you doing that? Why all of a sudden now? And why this? And why that? And, you know, you could have been doing it. Like, first of all, motherfucker, don't, don't, where you at right now is a great testament to the fact that you're not a fucking better business person than me. So that's, let's just start fucking there. And it hurt my feelings because I'm like, why are these motherfuckers coming at me like this? Like, because you know damn well you won't fucking say no shit like that to my face. I give a shit. You know, because I got a problem with my fucking hands. It's my problem. You know, that's why I be in the house, because I'm scared of y'all. You know, I'm not scared of y'all in the sense. I'm scared of what y'all would do because y'all know I'm out here trying to get out. And y'all are over here trying to agitate my demons so that you could fucking see me on the news and you could just do shit like that. And that shit is very real. Like, people are like, oh, no one's doing that. Yes, the fuck y'all are. So I don't have time for it. So I really just be in the house. 
I don't be nowhere with nobody. I really just be in the house just running my businesses and handling business. So to hear somebody tell me what the fuck I should be doing and you really not in a position, I started feeling away because I just had a house full of people who are in industries and doing things that they're supposed to be doing on a higher level telling me what the fuck I need to be doing because they're impressed with just the body of work. Hadn't even heard a podcast, seen a book, nothing. I mean, I'm quite Googleable, but... You know, so you think I'm going to listen to you or you think I'm going to listen to them? And I think that that's what this trip was about, was like, this bitch ain't listening to us. All the guys got together and was like, what do we need to do with this bitch? Because she's not having forward motion. She's comfortable in her little raggly lifestyle, which consists of just literally just being awake for, you know, 20 hours a day. We have to push her. So. I get off the phone, second time in like three days, my feelings is hurt because I'm like, why are you people fucking talking to me like this? Like, where is all this coming from? These agitations, like y'all are saying shit that's very fucking hurtful. And I'm very choosy with my words because I am a writer. So I know if I say some shit because I don't apologize, I said what the fuck I said, apologies are for things that you didn't know that you were doing or saying. So if something that I say hurts you, but my intention was to make sure that you understood the truth. The truth might always hurt, but it's still the truth. I don't have to apologize for telling you that, okay, ever. You think my dad apologized to my mom for telling her that she need to stop fucking eating French fries like I need to stop doing right now? I had somebody tell me over the weekend, you eat French fries like people eat shrimp. <laughs> and I don't take offense to that. Because I know if I did, first of all, I eat french fries when I'm fucking drinking, right? Because I'm trying to get that starch to soak up the other motherfucking starch I'm drinking. And I don't want to eat the bread is the problem, so I'll eat the fucking potato. That's my only downfall. Like, I could be a vegetarian. I could be, I could eat lettuce all goddamn day long. I just, I'm not a quinoa person because it looks like pubic hairs. If you ever look at, like, where a sh- what a shaving bump looks like, that's what quinoa looks like to me, and I feel like I would gag. But, so... You have a gang of people telling you, this is great, you have this body of work, you need to be doing this, you need to be, you know, on stage. I'm like, no, I don't want to be on stage. That's not my thing. I want to be behind the scenes. Because people talk shit, right? People say shit. I don't, I don't pay no attention to that. But if somebody is just telling me just basic, like, why the fuck are you not on iTunes? Why the fuck are you not over here? Why do you only have this many followers? It's because, guess what it is, y'all? Scared as fuck. I was scared. Because I don't want somebody to come in and try to tell me how to run some shit that I've been doing when my whole brand is based on me trying to navigate through life and not whoop somebody's ass and or, or get beat up. You know, I come from a very traumatic, abusive, you know, background. Just, you know, my first abuser was my mother. So we don't talk about shit. I want to talk about the shit that's hurting people so it can stop killing us. So y'all think I just get on here and talk shit every week. There's a lot of method in all the madness that I'm, I'm telling to you. So, you know, the second day, you know, that second day I get that phone call, and then now all of a sudden my dude is being nice. He didn't mean what he said. Because I think that you men, you get into these places and you forget, like, you, you know, I like this woman. And I don't even be doing nothing. I just be coming outside just any kind of way at this point because I'm in bear down season. In New York, it doesn't matter what part of New York you're in. We call it bear down season. It's fucking cold. Everybody stays in the house, hibernates, stacks money. This is what we do. We work, you know. And then we pop out in the summer with a physique, not a body, 
but a physique, you know, because <laughs> we've been in the gym. Summer bodies are made in the winter. So this has just been my go-to attitude. So, you know, now he's texting, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, you said what you said. Because y'all have to remember, I'm a moon child. I'm a cancer. So I'm somebody like, motherfucker, you could have said some shit to me in the fourth grade, and I'm still mad at you about it. Because why would you say that? That's my first thing out of somebody's mind. I, I'm always like, why would you say that? Like, who says that? So now everybody's starting to come around because y'all realize I have to come home. So you can't talk to me like that and say shit like that and just think that that doesn't take a chink out the armor. And I'm in L.A. where it's 80 degrees and you back home in 28-degree weather. You know what I mean? And you wouldn't rather have just been nice before I left? Like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, do you want me to meet somebody else? Like, <laughs> you want me to make it easy for you? Like, are you fucking crazy? I would never argue with my dude if he was getting ready to go out of town. That's like, if he was getting ready to go to Atlanta. The fuck? So I'm just disinterested in everything at this point because I'm really focusing on myself because I'm like, I'm happy. And guess what I was doing? Literally, absolutely fucking nothing. I literally did nothing. was just around some joyful people, joyful black people at that. And um, that was that, like around people that I feel like I knew other lifetimes or that I knew, you know, we may have crossed paths before. And definitely we'll cross paths again. So the day I'm leaving, we go to dinner, me and my niece, all of us, we, you know, sitting there eating. And, Lord, I done threw back about 72 Tito's and tonics. And um, I don't know. I, I think it was attractive. I thought it was cute. I had on this, like, little romper from Boohoo, and it was, like, the snake romper. And it had these, like, little ass, like, wiry, like, String button shit that you had to put back It was agitating as fuck because You know I can't go to the bathroom And I'm drinking vodka and I have to catch a flight So this is my first red eye flight In the US and um It was dope though cause I, I got on the plane At midnight I got home By 9am you know 9.30 our time you know My dude is texting me like yo I can't come See you because or I can't link With you at the airport because something had like You know what I'm saying so it's just like I come home off this good time, and while I was on the plane, I just, like, before I even came home, I started crying. And I was crying because it just felt like I was being ripped from somewhere. You know, it, it just felt like of all the years, I've never cried leaving L.A. I was always happy. I was, oh, You know what it is? I was always content. And this time leaving L.A., I was not content, you know, and I kept saying, like, no, you know. My son graduates in two years, and, you know, I have to wait. And my mom, I'll never forget when I got pregnant, because I didn't want want kids until I was, like, in my later 30s. And I had my son when I was almost 29, and my mom was like, God doesn't care what you want. (laughs) When it's time for you to make moves and do things, you have to do them. If not, he's going to make you uncomfortable. And that was her ideology. So what the universe did to me is it wasn't me being triggered the drinking and just the the incessant, you know, all of that shit I was doing to myself for the last, like, three weeks because I don't drink every day, only on my days off when I can just kind of relax. But the last few weeks it's been incessant, and now I'm realizing that's growth. That's growth with an F because I'm being made to be uncomfortable because there's certain shit that I'm supposed to be doing and I'm not doing it, right? So even after everything that I do, in a day, being a mom and being a stage mom and a theater mom and, you know, a, a, a instrument, you know, a, my son plays bass. He play, You know, everything that I do there, I still cook dinner every day. I still have friendships. I still, you know, I, I posted on um, January 29th 
on my page, I had to delete the show about Kobe and Gigi because there were all these cadences in the show, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because I was starting to get cadences, and you'll hear if you go back, like, for the last, like, maybe ten shows. And I said, you know what, I feel like that spirit is giving me this, like, incessant need that I need to get off this fucking platform because it's not my equipment. It's not me. It's There's no nothing in the studio that's fucked up. So I literally made a post on uh, January 29th where I said, the last show was deleted, too much grief. I was laying another soul the fuck out, spoke about Kobe, Gigi, and Vanessa, how death and grief make some people emotionally unavailable. And then it came to me, I don't have to be on that platform anymore. I got shit to say. People listen. People get help. People heal. Heal. So I said, Pandora, iTunes, and SiriusXM are approved today. I've been on the same platform for almost six years. I did the work. I put in the time. And I wouldn't want anybody to feel like I settled in any relationship, not even in one that pays me. I waited a long time to be healed enough to speak to a larger audience, and I'm thankful for those that have been rocking with me since 2014. This is my gift to you on such a shitty week. And the Vox Borders doc, so if you hashtag Vox, V-O-X, Borders, um, I said that doc will be available next month. That's where I talk about my CBD company, my standing in the city and everything else. I said I'm getting in position um, because those docs on YouTube get like 5 million views, and I think he was pitching it to Netflix or whatever. And I said I'm speaking on my city and I'm speaking on my business. So I said the same God you pray to stay blessing me because I'm not a grimy bitch, and I lead with my heart, not my hand. So, you know, I said, I have an incredible small circle, and I have a whole world I need to meet and get them to heal, and I don't stay anywhere long that I'm not healing. I've been with Blog Talk almost six years. I'm thankful. Time to start answering emails, texts, and phone calls. So I made a post that that said 6666, four sixes. That's my actual amount of emails in my one email. Um, I said, I'm never not working. I'm never not creating. I'm just never not thinking of a master plan either, but healing is hard, so I will not be triggered into the past, and I'm not... Um, into reruns because I've seen this story before. But what I've never seen is growth, right? I've never seen somebody say, okay, now I need to step out of the box. I've seen y'all say, now I need a new car, so I'm going to get rid of this old one, I'm going to get a new one, and you haven't even mastered paying for the old one that you had. I've seen people get into a bigger house and, and, and be okay with the bigger mortgage and not realizing that, that you know now we have to buckle down. So I'm glad to say, like, I really didn't know – what growth looked like because I just, I've never seen it. I'm constantly just existing and just trying to survive, you know, mentally. You know, financially we're fine, but growth is like, it's very uncomfortable and it's painful because what will happen is the universe will send you two sets of people, two sets of people, like gangs, right, angels and demons, right? This is real life shit. This is some real Constantine type shit with Keanu Reeves. So you'll get sent the people that speak of your greatness and they speak to the God in you. And then you'll get sent the people that speak to the raggedy bitch that lives in us all, the bum-ass nigga that lives in us all. And it's your responsibility to be healed enough to not listen to the raggedy motherfuckers that's coming to speak to you and tell you what you can't do or what you shouldn't do or what you should have did and ain't doing shit. They ain't doing shit but eating taco in a bag, okay? It's your job to understand that once you start healing, if you stay in the same place, it's just like when people have addictions. We used to tell people in, you know, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and things like that, you have to change your nouns. You have to change your people, places, and things in order for you to heal sometimes. And so 
with that being said, I'm going to end the show letting you know that I'm not a finna do type of person. I don't tell people this what I'm finna do. I just go, I do it, and if you just happen to see the shit, you be like the bitch did tell us that she was she was having a growth period. Just know that I did get my Apple ID. We are uploading to Pandora today. I have 300 and something episodes, and then y'all know that in the beginning I started out with the show, Who the Fuck is D. Scott? That's where I was sitting on the toilet reading a book. I'm sorry, reading my book on the toilet, very uh, Frank Zappa style. So, guys, I'm going to leave you with um, just an old-school throwback. I did not know that growth was uncomfortable. I just thought that growth was like, yes, I'm here. I'm a flower. Persephone is allowing me to come through in the springtime. I don't have to live in the underworld anymore. And y'all know I love Persephone. Y'all know I love the story of Hades. And um, growth is hurtful, man. Like, people been fucking hurting my feelings all motherfucking week long. And what was the reason? Nothing. So that I can decipher who fucks with me and who doesn't, who loves me and who's here for benefit or who's here for profit. I would never sit there and say that those people in L.A., you know, don't look at me and say, yeah, if she could, you know, do this, 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 and this, I might be able to help her out and I might be able to make some money off her. But that wasn't their intent. Their intent was the art and the dedication first. The body of work was first. You know, plus I think, like, one of them, like, you know, was like my face or something like that. He might like my face. I don't know. You know, he might like looking at me or some shit. I don't know. You know, but when you have somebody back home that can go weeks without seeing your face, it puts a perspective on things like, motherfucker, do you even like me? Like, what what are we doing here? So growth for me was hurtful this week because I had to go all the way to the West Coast to see how much that people on the East Coast don't give a fuck about me. And so y'all already know what fucking time it is. I ain't even got to say it. Sorry, you know, sorry to let y'all know that I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do anyway, but I do everything out of the, the space of love, right? So that's why I don't never get too sidetracked or too fucked up because I'm always coming from a place of love. I might not like you, but I'm always going to come from a place of love because I don't want to be punished. But in this world... Things have to start getting taken off the fucking table that no longer serve me or that I'm doing too much about. I'll never give up on something, but I definitely will start taking things off the table. So we're going to have to go back to one of my old Jay-Z joints, politics as usual. You guys enjoy your day, and it's brick out this motherfucker in goddamn Buffalo, New York, Niagara Falls. I came home to a blizzard. I am not happy. You know how we do. Rockefeller. Forever. Catch me, skating through your town, putting it down, y'all relating, no waiting, I'll make your block infrared hot, I'm like Satan, y'all feel a nigga struggle, y'all think a nigga little, hustle behind the wheel, trying to escape my trouble, can't stop the greeting me, I'm talking sweet the keys, cursing the very God that brought this reef to be, my life is based on sacrifices, Jews like Isis and fools that think Isis, you fuck around, you get your guys hit, they built me to be filthy on some I do or die shit, for real, the price of leather got me, deeper than ever, and just think winter's here, I'm trying to feel me, nigga. Politics is usual. Took my Frito to Tito in the district. Bless me with some BS, something I could live with. Stop fronting and for the dough I raise. 
Gotta get shit appraised. No disrespect to you. Make sure your word is true. I'm taking wages down in Vegas just in case. Tyson have a major night off. That's clean money. The tax write off. You ain't seen money in your life when it comes to this cheese. Y'all like three blind mice. I'm smoking bros who pump willy. I expose the purpose you chili's been in the poker nose. My portfolio reads. Leads to Don Corleone. Nigga, please. Ten year felony on heavy on the wrist. I face you with the diamond flooded Jesus and blind your face shoes for life. Strive. Jigger. I keep it tight, nigga. Politics is usual. You feel my triumph? Never. Feel my pain? I'm lying. Low in the leather Zion. The best is ever came. The game changes life. My mind just ain't right. Rewind, get this dope. I guess it ain't so nice. Sucking me in like a vacuum. I remember telling my family I'll be back soon. That was December 85 and Jay-Z rise 10. Years later got me wise. Still can't break my underworld top. I wear black a lot in the act, act a lot. Got matching VCRs, a huge magnum box. 10 inch, green like spinach. Pop ones, that's spinach. It's a lot of big money in my sentence. Written towards a mill, if a written I kill like that shit, baby, one, two, cat, yeah, I do that. Ain't no stopping the champagne from popping the drawers from dropping the law from watching. I hate it. Politics is usual. 